0: Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Our text for our meditation here this morning is recorded in the 34th chapter of the prophet Ezekiel, beginning with the 11th verse. For thus says the Lord God, behold, I, I myself will search for my sheep and will seek them out as a shepherd seeks out his flock when he is among his sheep that have been scattered. So I will seek out my sheep. I will rescue them from all places where they have been scattered on a day of clouds and thick darkness. I will bring them out from the peoples and will gather them from the countries and will bring them into their own land. I will feed them on the mountains of Israel, by the ravines, and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them with good pasture, and on the mountain heights of Israel shall be their grazing land. There they shall lie down in good grazing land, and on rich pasture they shall feed on the mountains of Israel. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep, and I myself will make them lie down, declares the Lord God. I will seek the lost, I will bring back the strayed, I will bind up the injured, I will strengthen the weak, and the fat and the strong I will destroy, I will feed them injustice. These are your words, Heavenly Father, sanctify us to your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. You may be seated. There are few images more beloved than the Good Shepherd. The early Christian fondness for this image is evident by its prevalence in the early Christian catacombs in Rome. The Good Shepherd was so important to them that they eventually decided to dedicate one Sunday every single year to reflecting on the image of the Good Shepherd. This Sunday, popularly known as Good Shepherd Sunday, was celebrated yesterday in churches that followed the old calendar and will be celebrated this coming Sunday in churches that follow the new calendar. In modern times, it has even become quite common to have little children sing, I am Jesus' little lamb before a doting congregation on this Sunday. But Christians have also found great solace in the Good Shepherd, especially in times of trial and in death. For what Christian soldier hasn't prayed the 23rd Psalm as he was dropped into the middle of a war zone? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And even though I walk, through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, has also brought great comfort to many a soul who was preparing for death. But the chief reason that we find this image so compelling is because we know, and scripture has revealed this to us in John chapter 10, that Jesus Christ is the good shepherd who never tires of going after each one of us, his wayward sheep. For what other image can fill us with such peace, security, and love than that of the good shepherd? We then reflect on this theme. Behold, I, I myself, will search for my sheep and will seek them out. But before we can fully savor the image of the Good Shepherd, Ezekiel wants to clear up some misunderstandings about God's flock. The first misunderstanding is that the world is chiefly responsible for scattering God's sheep. The assumption goes something like this. If only we could get rid of all of those godless, secular elites, And our country really could become a Christian country again. However, here are the words of Ezekiel that he states just before our text. Thus says the Lord God, Ah, shepherds of Israel, who have been feeding yourselves, should not shepherds feed the sheep? You eat the fat, you clothe yourselves with the wool, you slaughter the fat ones, But you did not feed the sheep. The weak you have not strengthened, the sick you have not healed, the injured you have not bound up, the strayed you have not brought back, the lost you have not sought, and with force and harshness you have ruled them. Shepherding certainly is a common metaphor for ruling in the Bible and in much of the ancient Near East. However, Ezekiel is actually speaking about the political and the spiritual leaders of Israel. He's talking about believers in positions of leadership who are exploiting and leading other sheep astray. In fact, the entire book of Ezekiel is actually charging the Israelites with leading the nations away from God. Not the nations leading the Israelites astray. Here every Christian who has ever served in a position of political or in Christian leadership or in spiritual leadership has to confess that we have not always shepherded the sheep under our care with faithfulness. In fact, there are times when we took advantage of our position When we ruled and shepherded quite harshly, and we let our own cares and concerns keep us away from our sheep and let them fall prey to the wolves. The second misunderstanding about the flock in our text is that the Lord God is only rebuking bad Christian leaders. The assumption is this the less privileged I am the less I'm able to sin. However, the Lord God states, but the fat and the strong sheep I will destroy. Here God reminds us that the sheep are just as capable of exploiting and leading other sheep astray as bad shepherds. For who amongst us can really deny that we have never bullied someone else? In fact, isn't bullying the privilege, the new virtue of our society today? And even if we can honestly say that we've never taken advantage of someone else, can any of us really say that we haven't talked one of our friends into joining in some self- self-destructive behavior from such wayward sin? And wandering, Lord God, Good Shepherd, please preserve each and every one of us. But thanks be to God that Jesus Christ, the Good Shepherd, never tires of going after his lost sheep. No matter how dim-witted our sins really are. No matter how many times we have wandered from him, the Good Shepherd always goes after his wandering sheep. He doesn't do the utilitarian calculus when only one of the 99 goes astray. He doesn't, he doesn't think about the cost versus benefit of sacrificing his life for one of his sheep. No, he willingly takes on the old evil wolf in order to rescue us from the jaws of death. For by nature, each one of us were stubborn, stupid, And wayward sheep. Regardless of how strong or fat we thought we were, we are no match for the devil and his demonic pack of hellhounds. For to be honest, we were surrounded and bloodied by those hellhounds before the good shepherd could even arrive on the scene. Now a hireling would have consigned us to our fate. Many a shepherd might have done the same. But the good shepherd risked his life in order to put down those ravenous hellhounds once and for all. And even though he, he traded his own life for ours in that terrible fight, because he was the God-man, he also had the power to take it up again so that his sheep would never lack a good shepherd again. The prophet Ezekiel puts it this way, as a shepherd seeks out his flock when he is among his sheep and have, that have been scattered, so I will seek out my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places where they have been scattered on a day of clouds and thick darkness. Now that the good shepherd has rescued his sheep, he now gathers his sheep into the sheepfold of his church and feeds them on the green pastures of his means of grace to facilitate this he instituted the holy ministry for through his under shepherds he himself really does gather feed and defend his sheep from every time place and nation in fact three times he said to simon son of john do you love me feed my sheep jesus said to all the apostles Whoever receives you, receives me. And whoever receives me, receives him who sent me. And again Jesus says, If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. And if you retain the sins of any, they are retained. In a world gone mad, there is no place more peaceful than the sheepfold. That is the arms of Christ's body, the church. There is no place that has more security and the green pastures of his means of grace. For greater love has no one than this, and the God-man who laid down his life so that each of us could become part of his divine family. For thus says the Lord God, Behold, I, I myself, will search for my sheep and will seek them out. Amen. congregation may rise. The peace of God surpasses all understanding. Guard and keep your hearts and minds in faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. Please note a prayer request has been requested on behalf of Gregory Trailer, the husband of Dr. Sarah Trailer, who recently suffered a stroke and is recovering. O oh, gracious Good Shepherd, we come before your throne on behalf of our brother Greg Trailer. We thank you for preserving him through this recent trial. And pray that you would grant healing to his body and mind according to your will. Give ability and blessing to all those who provide him with medical care. Above all, sustain him in your grace and comfort him with the comfort assurance that you alone can give to your sheep through holy word and blessed sacrament. We ask this all in your saving name. Amen. And may the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of the Heavenly Father and the communion of the Holy Spirit be and abide with you all. Amen.